I'm Grace de Morgan, and I like wine. So much so, I wrote a book about it. It's called Everything Happens for a Riesling, and I think your sister would really like it for Christmas. Even though I interviewed a lot of wine experts over the last year, I'm still not done with my research. I want to hear more from a wine's perspective. So I sat down recently with Riesling over a bowl of smoked almonds to get to know him better. Today's guest is the critically acclaimed white wine varietal, Riesling. He's originally from Germany, but grows particularly well in South Australia's Clare and Eden Valleys. Riesling is a complex character with a great ability to age thanks to his low pH and high acidity. Welcome, Riesling. Hello. First off, can, can I just say it, what an honour it is to have you on the podcast, uh, because my book uh, is actually called, I don't know if you know this, uh, but it's called Everything Happens for a Riesling. So you naturally have a very special place in my heart. Um, how, how do you feel about wordplay? Um, well, you know, honestly, um, I'm not really into it. I'm really just going post-language. I'm, oh. I'm not really into bo- books anymore. Oh, what wh- what what are you into? Um, just sound, pure sound, like of uh, you know birds. Right, but- sound of uh, dew dropping from flowers. Yep. Um, any any music of any sort, or I've kind of gone post music. You know, a lot of my my drinkers were. Uh, classical music fans and I just decided at some point that they're very you know just pretentious people who wanted to drink me to get drunk so I've really just kind of retreated from all forms of human culture and I'm trying to move back into a sort of pre-cultural post-music phase. It's it's interesting you mentioned that Riesling because people have said you are the intellectual of the wine world. How, How do you feel about that? Well, you know, I'm actually offended at that because I feel that really cuts my appeal off from, you know, the peasants and the poor people and those drunks who drink low-quality booze. I think I should be accessible to those peasants too. That's Look, that's true. You, you can be super affordable. Like, you can get a great bottle of Riesling from 12 to 16 bucks. So you're right. You're, you're not for, for, the, for the cultural elite. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, you should you should be able to get drunk no matter what level of money you have or culture. Cuz at the end of the day, if you drink enough, you have no more culture left. Wine should be democratic. Wine or should wine. be completely democratic. Do you, do you enjoy that the critics often uh love you? How does it feel to yes. be loved by I mean, it's a double-edged sword being loved by critics, because on one hand, yes, it is nice to be loved by critics, but on the other hand, they're critics. So, I mean, the question is, do I want to live the rest of my life looking for approval from other people about fairly arbitrary standards of, uh, you know, quality and judgment and subjective sort of stuff? Well, it can't hurt, right? It's... it must feel good sometimes. Um, I don't know. To be honest, I'm just drunk a lot of the time. <laughs> so I don't really feel anything anymore. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm very sorry to hear that, Riesling. You know, it, it's amazing that you, you seem to acclimatize to many different places, every, everywhere from Alsace to, uh, where else? Austria, 
Uh, Tasmania? Do you have a particular favourite? Um, I've always wanted to grow in Antarctica because I believe that penguin feces would really make my grapes taste good. Interesting. What is it about the penguin feces? I think it's because they huddle together in one large group, so you get that kind of communal love which filters through their defecation into, you know, my roots. Riesling, do you think that the penguin feces would provide the community that you seem to long for? Yes. So for the book, I interviewed a bunch of really lovely winemakers and sommeliers, and Samantha Conu, uh, the head winemaker at Stargazer Wine, actually had some pretty nice things to say about you. Um, she said, I think people have this conception that Riesling doesn't display the complexity of a great Chardonnay, but there are many ways to impact a Riesling from a grape-growing and winemaking point of view. What do you say to that? Well, you know, firstly, I paid her off to say that. And secondly, I think complexity is very much overrated in this world. You know, I mean, there's something to say, be said about simplicity. You know, you, you don't need to have fireworks. At some point, you're just lying to yourself with complexity. But she says you, do, you can have it, but that you're often judged that you don't have it. Well, whether or not I have it or don't have it, it's really... I mean, really up to the taster, isn't it? Indeed. I mean, I, if you think about it, I'm just an energy interacting with this person's system and, and they impose whatever they want onto me. But my soul is pure. Look, as a cultural icon, what culture do you really enjoy? Uh, the bees. Hmm. What about the bees? Well, I don't know. I just like the way they dance in the sun. The way they just carry on gathering nectar. What about more current pop culture? Are there any television shows you're into at the moment? I watched Sacred Games recently. That was, that was enjoyable. It was uh, uh, a sort of Netflix series about uh, the Mumbai gangsters. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was good. What about something like Nailed It? I'm not familiar with that. What's that? What's that one? What do you think it's about? Um, teen pregnancy. It's actually about. It's a, it's a baking challenge. It's it, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. That's. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just basing that on on what what a lot of shows these days seem to be about. Look, that's fair. What about something like? Uh, have you heard of Game of Thrones? Uh, no. I just meaning that you've gone. Uh, I don't want to be compared to popular culture, Grace. Oh, sorry. Where's mate. your head at, I man? Don't, I don't know. What? What do you want? This what, is like. Who do you want me to compare you to? Then I don't want to be compared to anything. All right, oh I'm a standalone. Gosh. I'm a standalone concept. You know, Mussolini said the exact same thing in his autobiography that compared he's not to, influenced by anyone. Are you Mussolini, a fascist? Then. Yes, yeah, I well, am. Oh. Okay? And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm right. a small-scale fascist. I'm good to the people who follow me. He was not good to the people, mate. No, I'm not saying he was good, but I am. Oh, you heard it here first. Riesling the people compared I himself to Mussolini. Hey, like me. What? The people who dominate you like you. No, I said the people I dominate like me. So you're a benevolent dictator. Compassionate. What I want to be. We're going to cut to commercial. Uh, uh, in summary, uh, 
Riesling's a benevolent dictator, much like Kim Jong-un or some shit. So you seem to be a little bit of a shapeshifter, if I can say so, you know, just from the, all the climates you seem to hang out in. Mm. And you used to be better known for being sweet, but are increasingly known for your dryness now. What inspired this evolution? Um, sweetness didn't really get me anywhere. Okay. People take advantage of you when you're sweet. Oh, no. So I still have my sweetness, but I reserve it for people who've proven themselves to me. And so I have this shell of dryness because it keeps keeps other things away. So today we're drinking a Riesling from Orange uh, by Logan. Uh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think of this one? Um, it's good. It's um, yeah, easy Logan. to drink. Yeah. Makes my problems go away. <laughs> Very smashable. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we're not sponsored by Logan, but we're happy to be. In fact, if any wine producers want to send us wine, we are not above cash for comment. Or, in this case, wine for comment. Well, um, at least you're being open about it. So, so reason, does that offend you? No, no, it's refreshing to... We just want to get some money, man. To, uh... Some wine. <laughs> Riesling. May you live long and prosper. You seem, seem a bit cynical about that. What? There's nothing wrong with a bit of sponsorship, you know? I don't know. A bit of wine? Free I, don't, wine? I don't know if integrity is just a past concept now. A historical thing. Integrity? Yeah. Wait, are you saying us at the podcast don't... Wait, <laughs> you're just... Uh, um, can't I chew some nuts while I talk? Sorry, I just got a bit distracted by like your mouthful of smoked almonds. Is it too much of an abstract leap to think a wine can't enjoy smoked almonds? Look, no, it's it's fine. I'm sure our audience will get the gist of it, you know. But <clears throat> who is your audience? Look, probably my mum. Your mum. Hmm. It'd be nice if it was like wine producers and just winos like me and Annika and Jimmy, people who like not you, obviously. Because you don't seem to like this podcast and think it's fun. Well, I feel like you're uh, really just, um, you know, writing your own story there, Grace. That's really hurtful, Reese. Like, I'm trying to have, like, a good podcast here. But, like, you're just I never said you're it was just a ba- eating I never, nuts I never said loudly. it was a bad podcast. No, but you're just, when did, like... When did I say it was a bad no, podcast? No, you're just, like... But you didn't. You're just, like, eating nuts. I and, think like, you're taking things very personally. I'm, look, I'm not taking them personally. It's just, like, you're, like, I'm just, you know, it's your integrity. Rah, rah, rah. Like, I have integrity. I'm just saying, we want some free wines, yo. And we're happy if we like the wine. Like, we're not going to... I never said spruik. anything. You said in, you said we like in, I just you inferred. just you just exactly that's the thing you can't like gaslight me mate like and be like oh yeah it's just uh, integrity <laughs> and like not think I'm gonna get the link like you're saying we lack integrity here at the podcast I get it well done you're the cool one and the integrity full one fuck this shit I've had enough of the wine world bunch of snobs what happened to just drinking goon in the park when you're fifteen. That, in my opinion, is the height of wine drinking, all right? <laughs> if you could get me into a cask and give me to school children, that's when I know I've made it. Okay? I'm, I'm sick of being drunk by middle-aged people going through some kind of crisis or dinner parties where they talk about TV shows I haven't watched. Give me to the children. Give me to the young folk. Or the people who live under bridges. That's who I want to be drunk by. Keeping it real. Riesling. 
2018. You know, you could be in a cask, Riesling. Like, you're getting just as popular as Chardonnay and Semillon, Pinot Gris, Pinot Grigio. Like, you you could be the wine for the people. Yeah, you know, I've, I've thought about this a lot, and I guess if I was going to be in a cask, I'd be in one of those, um, you know, those two-liter casks. Not, not the four-liter casks, that's too much, you know. I wouldn't want to be like a Chardonnay or a Fruity Elixir. Not that there's anything wrong with being poor, but um, I guess the best thing about being in a cask is that when you're all drunk, you can just kind of inflate me and use it as a pillow. Yeah, but you also have like a lot of sulfur in you and it's not for everyone when you're in a cask. You're perfectly lovely in a, in a, in a bottle too. Mm. Or you really set on the cask idea. Well, you know, the casks, uh, they're easier to pack, you know, because they're square. So you can fit more into the back of a truck. Uh, so let's just do, how about we do a quick round where I say a name of a white wine writer, you tell me your opinion in just like one word, one word ads. It's like, what is the, what word comes to mind? Okay. Okay. Quick round about white wine varietals. All right. Here we go. Fidelo. Ugly. Sauvignon Blanc. Stinky. Chardonnay. Shitty. Gewurztraminer. Ugly. Gruneveltliner. Don't know him. Semillon. Traitor. Pinot Gris. Fascist. Pinot Grigio. Assistant fascist. It seems like you don't like any other white wine varietal. What's up with that? It's not my fault. What do you mean? Sometimes... Sometimes wines behave in certain ways that make you realize that you're better off being friends with beer. Look, are you maybe just jealous of their success? No, not at all. Why would I be jealous of their success? Well, because you're one of the... of the group, you're probably one of the least popular. Well, I mean, if you think about it, what happens when you drink wine? Someone drinks wine and then you end up being urine. And so I don't think that's a good thing if a lot of you is being produced to be turned into urine. But then what else are you going to do with your time? Just sit in oak barrels and, like, you know, feel. Breathe. Think about life. Wonder. Remember. What it's like to be a child when... When magic is real. You got a lot of big thoughts in there, Riesling. A lot of big thoughts. Do you have a girlfriend? Um... I have... I have commitment issues, I'm not gonna lie. Talk more of this. Well, you know, it's that thing, you know, someone starts drinking you and then you feel trapped. Go on. And you're like, maybe there's other people who can drink me out there. Maybe they're better than this person. What if they get bored of me or I get bored of them? And then there's all these popular culture conceptions of drinking that just fill you with all these ideas of what love is. I don't think that's actually realistic. I mean, the reality of love is the day-to-day, you know, the the boredom. Mm. Maybe I don't want that boredom, right? I age well. I may as well use it. Maybe I'll settle down when I'm 9,000 years old. But for now, maybe I want to have a lot of people drinking me. But good people. 
What what qualifies as a good person? Someone who can carry a cask of me on their shoulder up a hill to a rock underneath a tree with a bird's nest in it. Will Riesling, I really hope you find that person. Me too. Well, I'm going on a date tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. Oh, good luck. Where did you meet them? On an ayahuasca retreat. Today's episode stars Nick's son as Riesling and me, Grayson Morgan, as some version of myself. Sound by Jimmy Murray. Music by Tom Hogan. Produced by Annika Kim, Jimmy Murray and me, Grayson Morgan. Subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast feed. You'll find the book, Everything Happens for a Riesling, at most bookstores or order it from Booktopia today. Check us out on Facebook at Everything Happens for a Riesling or follow me on Twitter at Wine and Onesie and on Insta at Wine and Onesie. Cheers. <laughs>